one. This well, meeting is being recorded. Welcome back to another episode of J Crypto. Today I'm joined by the founders, uh, the devs, just the main idea and culti- idea cultivators, I guess you could say, of acronym DAO. We have Stock Picker, we have Nalo Kicks, and we have Goose. And guys, thanks for joining. Thanks for coming on to help educate us about your DAO and then just CNFT DAOs in general. No problem. Yeah, great to have you. Good to be on here. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to have you on here. So with acronym DAO, it's in this first generation, you know, of CNFT kind of DAOs. What you guys have done is iterated and you're kind of the first to iterate on the lending side I've seen at least where you're actually taking in blue chip CNFTs like space buds and whatnot and uh, giving out loans. Um, so people give you a uh, claymate, let's say as collateral, you give them a loan of around 60% of that clay nation floor price, pretty much. Is that kind of how it works? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Practically. So like, one thing that was interesting to me about that, because it's super fascinating, uh, I haven't seen others do it, is with that model, when the floor price reaches below 60%, do you liquidate that loan and you guys just keep the blue chip CNFT and then the other person just gets to keep the capital that you lend it out? Well, actually, we try our 100% to let the loan go through its entire process. So we... Like the DAO's, the DAO's ability to liquidate the asset or the collateral given is kind of like, that's our last priority. We don't want to be doing that because that mm. just creates issues for everyone. So if it, in, in the case of the, the value of the NFT does drop below 60%, and we typically don't allow our loans to last for that long. We have a cap on a month because, I mean, a month in the crypto space is such a, so volatile anyway. But if the value were to drop between below the 60% that it was appraised at in the beginning, they would still have to repay the loan. They always have the option to default, but um, hmm. the standard procedure would be to repay the loan still, regardless of the NFT's price. Interesting. Okay. So that's really, really fascinating. And then the other thing that you guys have going on too in the Discord is you are essentially lending allowing people to lend out ada as well is that correct there's like another side of it with just cardano yeah so like uh the dow for like currently we the dow lends out money but in the future we want to let more and more people lend out money to other members that's why we want to make the smart contracts platform where people can lend out to anyone they want and you can borrow from anyone you want also so so that's like the future that's the goal and yeah and then plus people make more people you can make much more yield by like lending out to someone like you could earn like five percent in like two weeks than like staking for five percent in a whole year Okay, so one question about the um, where is the money coming from for the Clay Nation example? Is that coming from the initial sale that you're 
giving capital to the person that, you know, puts their clay up for collateral? Like the actual loan? Uh, yeah. Um, basically, so you mean kind of like how are we uh, purchasing like, like our clays and stuff that we plan on like fractionalizing? More so when, if I'm in the Dow and I'm a member, I can go to you guys and be like, hey guys, so I have a clay. I'd like to get up to 60% of its floor price value as a, as a loan. So I can take out kind of collateral against my clay. Where is that loan, the capital for that loan kind of coming from on, on your guys's end? Oh yeah, that would be, uh, I guess, initial sales. Uh, we still are minting. I mean, comes from either the customs or the tribe flags. Also, um, not only we, we finance most of the loans, but a few examples, I think uh, Stockpick has touched on it. Um, that actually we have other people um, using our platform to connect with people and they finance the loans and they get uh, most of that interest. Um, and that's kind of how we're uh, financing loans right now. Gotcha. So what's really interesting about this being in the first generation of kind of CNFT DAOs and your DAO has a lot of depth, which I want to get into um, because it kind of makes sense talking to you guys before about the, you know, just like the, the levels to it and the fun that it has with different tribes and things of that nature. But um, what I wanted to ask is a lot of these DAOs are kind of working with ADAO and I know TCT and Riley, they've been on the channel. They're very intelligent, smart guys uh, for kind of the fractionalizing side of it for if you have a space bud or something to fractionalize the space bud. So you guys have joined up with Blue Shrimp. So can you kind of educate us on what Blue Shrimp is? What kind of drew you to join up with them for fractionalizing NF, uh, CNFTs and things of that nature? Yeah, I'll, <clears throat> I'll expand on that. So yeah, a lot of products are using ADAO and we're using Blue Shrimp. And I think it's mainly because, I mean, it was just clear from the very first meeting with Blue Shrimp that they had thought everything out extremely well. Like they, they have accounted for every single variable that can happen in throughout like their entire ecosystem. <clears throat> and it just installed a lot of confidence in us and it, and it, and they have like a minimum viable product already. And they, within the first meeting, they were showing us mock-ups of the website with, and their entire procedure for how it worked. And I think what's the main benefit about Blue Shrimp is first, it's very well thought out, but second, they're, I think they're going to be delivering fractionalized NFTs a lot quicker than ADAO will. And the, their timeline seems to be a lot, um, it's a little more ahead of the process already. And we're already in communication with Blue Shrimp to be giving fractionalized NFTs to our, um, to our members within the next four or five months. Yeah, that's insane, man. So super interesting stuff. So with acronym, there is how many total kind of member NFTs? What are like the tiers? What's the whole tribe thing? Why don't we just kind of get into how to be part of acronym and like what's the vibe there and like just the general lore behind it? I think everyone's kind of afraid to answer this. Sock the good. Do you want to start? No, no, no. no. You go. 
<laughs> okay. Um, it was funny. If if you look onto our Discord, there's the the best meme on our Discord is there's like this this huge like page of like math and like sig like like math equations moving and this guy's like intently studying them and it's titled understanding acronym now be like because in the initial period if people had such a hard time like grappling what acronym DAO was and like the structure of it because i mean everyone likes a good plot we don't want a basic structure that's not fun and boring so i think the easiest way to describe it is eventually acronym DAO is going to be seven tribes led by tribe leaders who each tribe <clears throat> votes within the tribe so each tribe holds a vote and then that tribe the winning ballot in that tribe gets to be one tribe vote so in the end there's going to be seven votes on whatever issues the DAO votes on and we're going to have daily votes because the DAO has to decide a lot of things and might as well give that to our members right so in order to be in everyone who purchases a acronym nft whether it's a custom or a tribe flag will be assigned to a tribe and that's kind of like their it's like their common room. So of course you can still chat in the general chat. You can still um, like you have access to all the other channels, but a lot of like DAO things like voting and procedural things will be handled within the tribes to make things a little easier for everyone really. And there's two main NFTs that you can buy right now. You can either mint a custom or you can mint a tribe. Tribes are currently, we have a kind of a tiered, um, level for how many tribes you buy so the more you buy the more of a discount you get so they range from um, 100 ADA or if you buy three you can actually get them for as low as 83 ADA each and it's quite fascinating actually because we're looking on JPEG store and we have people buying these tribe flags for 150 ADA when they could literally go mint so whoever sold them good job to you you're an excellent salesman but whoever's buying them take a look at the discord you can you can vent for way cheaper. But yeah, that's that's the structure of acronym DAOs. As soon as we mint out, and we're already over, we're like 55, 60% minted already. As soon as it mints out, then there's going to be a lot of structural changes really quick to just put everything into effect. But it's going to be a lot easier when everyone has their tribe flag, you know? So yeah, I'll let Goose and Stockpicka mention anything that I missed. No, you explained. Yeah, you have it covered. So like with the um, what's interesting is there's like a total cap supply of around 2000 of these tribe flag NFTs. Will there, will that ever expand in the future? Actually. Uh, okay. So it starts off with 2000 and then the customs take time. So we'll make up to 1000 customs and then like the customs, that's like the most amount of customs there can ever be. But the, there will be around 3250 within like this year. After the end of this year, we'll start inflating the tribe supply by 5%. Because the problem I see with DAOs is that if the DAOs have a, like a net supply, that means the money stops flowing in, which means you can also not buy any more fractions. So we thought maybe inflating like the total supply by 4% was like the best way to ensure like a continuous influx of capital. So, so tribes aren't, aren't capped. Customs are, 
And yeah. That's really interesting. So only 4%, that's still pretty good because that's not going to mean that like, you know, you have uh 50% inflation every year. It's, it's just 4% each, each year. You said stock picker. Yep. 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 4%. Yeah, that's, only, that's only 130 tribes for mint for the entire year. That's that's all we're allowing. And that's because first we're not intent on overinflating the DAO, but mm-hmm. also, yeah, a locked up DAO with like no new members isn't gonna be a successful DAO, in our opinion. So I think that's kind of the happy medium between the two. Hmm. And with customs, so there's only a thousand of these customs and people are probably listening and they're probably like, huh, well, that's interesting. So I know that the tribes, there's seven. If I, if I mint a tribe flag, I can be part of one of these tribes, but what's the custom all about? Like, what's the value of a custom? And there's only a cap supply of customs. So those probably sound pretty interesting to people. If you could uh, elaborate on that and kind of explain those a little bit, a little bit more, just to get yeah. a second wave of, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our customs are kind of like, um, and this is kind of how acronyms started, is we started doing customs and we just, we thought it brought a lot of value that people not only could get membership to the DAO. Um, and what we saw with a lot of uh, DAO projects is they just sold uh, basic uh, DAO tokens uh, and we felt like the customs were a new and kind of cool way, especially with the way our uh, way, where art is, where we do letters uh, and people could use them as banners. Uh, they could, I don't know, change profile pictures um, and just have utility with them. They could mint words that they thought were cool. I think one of our first few minters um, minted like all of the big uh all like ADA, he minted ADA, BTC. Um, I, I think he minted Soul as well. Um, so just a bunch of bunch of just cool, interesting things. And I think people um, are going to find value in the new customs. Um, and like tribe flags will be cool, but like, hey, I really like this word and I think this guy has it going. Um, I think I actually want to buy this instead of a, just a tribe flag. Yeah, that's sick. Uh... I think you guys are smart. So what, um, why tribes? I mean, if you guys can you know, share, I'd love to love to hear like the real soul of why, why tribes? Before, before I answer that question, I'm just going to backtrack and just add on to what Goose said, because there's, there's definitely the aspect of, hey, you're unique with your custom, but customs off, also often also offer more utility to their holders within the DAO. So um, people who hold a tribe flag get a tribe role, but people who order a custom get a scholar role. And those two roles kind of have different benefits. And if you look at the acronym website, we have a role guide that kind of shows you the different, um, the different benefits of being in each role. And scholar role is the initial, is, the, is like the mid-tier role. VIP is the highest role, but the Benefits for VIP are honestly so stacked that we only offer them during pre-mint and it's not even possible to get a VIP now and you can't purchase it either. It's only, we only have approximately like 45, 50 VIPs, but the scholar role, um, some benefits that you don't, that are different from the tribe flag role is that they have um, two times voting power. If you hold a custom, 
And you also have the eligibility to be, um, we're currently in talks with CC Vault to have your custom potentially be a like kind of like an ADA handle for CC Vault. Mm. So there's also the possibility for that. And also they get higher whitelist priority. So I, I don't want to delve into all the nitty gritties of it, but besides it looking cool and being cool and unique and being a sick Twitter banner, there's also like utility within the DAO for holding a custom. I mean, this is like a long-term project for you guys. So those customs are there for a reason, I feel like. And there's potential for you guys to keep iterating and adding to the premise because you were, when I first looked at it, I was like, dude, this is like an ADA handle, but for the DAO. So the fact that you're talking to CC Vault, it'll be interesting to see what you guys end up doing. Um, going back to like the essence of like the tribes, is there a reason why you guys kind of, cause like it's goose, not, uh, Nalu kicks and stock picker. And you guys kind of are the team you've come together. I don't know how much you want to go into like the backstory of that, but I would just be interested to hear why you guys decided on doing this model for tribes. I get the model itself, having like kind of a representative and having people kind of you know, vote, but what was it about this kind of story that kind of you guys decided to do it this way, I guess, would be fun just for the audience, if you guys want to share. Nalu, or should I? You you share, and then I'll add. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, th like, the reason why we chose, like, tribes and not states is because, well, we're all in the United States, and uh, we, and we saw that Every other DAO is doing a democracy. We had to stand out somehow. And uh, democracies. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with democracies is because pure democracies can be more like a whoever has like the best speech. It can be based on popularity. So we thought if we want to make it where the devs don't always have to like moderate we should make a democratic republic. Now, the reason why we chose tribes is because we love goat tribe. We just like think their 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 community is so tight. You know, they got amazing memes. Maybe yep. like one of the best memes in you know CNFT. And, Easily. Uh, yeah. And we <laughs> maybe why not you know call our states tribes hmm. instead. You know. As like a tribute to the goat tribe. And plus they're making their own DAO. I kind of like it because it gives a little bit of, um, like you said, instead of it being all oh, one big fuzzy thing, you got each tribe that is like, has a representative going kind of at it and, and combative yeah. almost to, for the good of the DAO. So what that will mm -hmm. create will be interesting because it's not like, oh, we're all the same team, guys. Let's hug it out. It's like... Dude, you're part of this tribe. You gotta represent. But oh, you uh, know that there's gonna be tribe competitions. We're gonna have tribe competitions with tribes competing for and the entire tribal benefit. And oh, if I if I name the districts, then it would be Hunger Games. So we couldn't do that. And then states kind of sounds a little bland, in my opinion. So honestly, though, like it all happens like during our team meetings, but. Uh, Goose and Stockpicker both have Clash Royale, and I swear, like, 85% of our meeting just descend into Clash Royale chaos. Like, they, like, I'm, I'm, like, thinking about ideas, I'm brainstorming, I'm writing stuff down, and then all of a sudden, Goose is like, 
no, 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 put the bomb tower there. And I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, it, it was birthed out of one of our 25% productive um, meetings. But yeah, I like tribes. People like tribes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So I guess the final questions would be, why don't we do a little bit of digging into why you guys chose Cardano? What drew you into CNFTs? Because that'd be super interesting. And uh, then I'll wrap up with two more uh, quicker questions. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, I guess I can. Uh, well, Stockpicker and Alu, uh, especially Stockpicker, was they were brokers in the uh, uh, in the Clanation kind of space, um, and I think they really took a liking to the Cardano blockchain. Uh, I was a little late. Uh, I was not a big believer probably a year ago about uh, NFTs or really anything like that. Um, but Stockpicker and Nalu convinced me. And so I began brokering um, probably five, six months ago, maybe farther before. And then um, we kind of just this started and I've, we've just kind of been here. And I'll let Stockpicker kind of explain where he's come from because he's been in the game for the longest okay so i've been in crypto since i was 12 um i'm 17 right now uh you would say is stock a millionaire no uh i kind of i've gone through like the classic crypto cycle it's like it's it's going up it's going up and then it goes down and then you sell at the bottom so i <laughs> so so like i've had most of my holdings in btc um but and then converted like half of it into stocks so i'm not a millionaire but i've been in crypto for quite a long time so yeah and cardano just attracts me after ethereum got a bit too expensive for me to do like nfts and all of that. And I thought Cardano had like the best um, scholar kind of viewpoint because we do mm -hmm. lots of papers and, you know, uh, and, you know, research papers. And that's what kind of drew me to think Cardano is here for the long term. And Alu? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, quick background on me. I'm the baby of the group. I'm the youngest, but second tallest. I mean, Goose is a freaking monster if you ever meet this kid in person. He's like six feet, six inches. Not funny at all, but it's okay, guys. He actually, no, I'm going to expose him. It's fine. But I was, I was, I was in stocks um, for, for a really long time, like ever since I was in elementary school. I was just kind of dealing around with that. And then um, I want to say in just about a year ago, um, stock pickup. We, we all go to school together and stock pick up and like, bro, you got to get into crypto. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like I see those things and like those prices are going up and down like so much. I like my steady stocks. And he's like, okay. And then a month later he goes, bro, you got to get into NFTs. And I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up. You just want to tell me to buy cryptocurrencies to buying pictures and the mental transition to understand how, like NFTs work, CNFTs work is, is so far that like, I don't even bother explaining to my parents. They're like, you, you want, you, you're selling pictures for, for 250 ADA, like, like 
two dollars like 280 dollars and i'm like yeah and they're like i don't understand but good for you but yeah stock picker eventually convinced me because he's very i don't know stubborn and i got into the brokering space and pretty much right when it was hot and i was i was brokering um across different i was brokering across different blue trip projects in cardano mainly inclination and tried soul out but soul doesn't really like brokering they don't they don't like brokers but yeah it was i think that was to be honest i think it's the the time that stockpicker and i spent brokering helped us build whatever little shred of credibility we had especially because we brokered for pretty big whales mm. that after after we decided that hey <clears throat> um cardano needs like a really true dao that like provides a lot of utility rather than just fractionalization to its members then that little like shred of like trust and like credibility that we had with some big players allowed doubt allowed the acronym doubt to be where it is today so moral of the story the more credibility you have the more you have the more you can do in the cnft space <laughs> dude so you guys are wicked young dudes coming up the game but i mean it's so fun <laughs> to watch you guys because I'm 23, so I feel like, and I never feel like this, which is why I'm like inspired by this. I feel like the old guy in the room right now for like the first time in my life, <laughs> but in the CNFT world or on my interviews and stuff. And it's true. You guys are young, young cats coming up the game. I just want to support you guys. You know, I'm, I, this is sick. I read your entire acronym thing, like, 20 times honestly because it took 20 times because you're right there's levels to it there's levels to understanding what the heck is a tribe what the heck is this but um it's super interesting i'm i'm excited to see where this all goes i think right now there's like five five DAOs. there's uh acronym emerald um rats i think we were talking about earlier um then there's the bfg if that's how you say it uh, yeah. Or F F B G Fishbowl Gang. F B G. Um. Uh. What am I forgetting? Great Gold Society. Yes. Oh, Pneumonium. 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 And then what was the other one? The the Goat Tribe, like S G S. Oh, really? The Goat Tribe is now a dad. I own a goat, but I wasn't aware of that. That's interesting. That's an alpha. Yeah. They're actually making like a C N F T DAO. The go tribe. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is interesting. A lot of a yeah. lot of projects are just saying like, "We're down now," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And like Ad Ape Society, I think it says that they're a DAO, which is yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, go them. That's a good thing. And I the a DAO notion is good. I'm I'm just curious to see how much how the project is really able to follow through that, because I mean, if if you created a project that's already that's already minted and was initially not for like DAO purposes, transitioning into a DAO format is going to be really, really difficult. Like a lot of the, um, a lot of like the structure of like how your project is, the way your discord is formatted is going to be need needed to completely be scrapped and rebuilt if you really want to create a DAO. But yeah, I'm just curious to see the number of projects that say, Hey, we're going to be a DAO actually turning into a DAO. Like Goat Tribe did that. And like even Lunars after they got rugged was were saying like, hey, like we're we're gonna make a DAO format. And mm. so yeah, I'm just curious. DAOs are a great thing that I think they're kind of the future of Cardano. And I'm just curious to see 
projects that already exist, like pre-existing projects, like how many of them actually are able to follow through with what they're saying to create a DAO? Yeah, I'm also curious to see how many do a DAO in a different way than you guys are and Rats DAO is. Like, I think you guys are part of this first like wave of true CNFT. Hey, we're early. You know, Ethereum people haven't really poured into Cardano. And when they do, they might really buy up those first credible projects, like the what we call blue chips. Uh, uh. So we're early. So if that happens, it's good to uh, get these up now before that kind of happens. And uh, because they might explode in value. And uh, you're just like one of those first kind of waves. So it's, it's interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how these DAOs kind of the CNFT DAOs is what I call them kind of um, what their performance is long-term. I'm bullish. Mm -hmm. Speaking of long-term stock, do you want to, do you want to tell everyone who's watching just a little bit of <laughs> some alpha? This, is that this, what's happening? This little, this little <laughs> tiny thing that we're going to do long-term that we might be, that we're going to do. Oh, oh, are you talking about the smart contracts platform? Yeah, uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, so I think Alessandro also from SpaceBuds also has this also has the same idea to make a smart contracts over collateralization, like lending and borrowing platform. And actually, like um, the VeggieMates creator also is like he he really wanted to get into acronym DAO, but he he wanted to wait for like the smart contracts first, you know? So, so that's, you know, that's our, our, our main focus and goal going into the future, because we think like there's only so many uh, lending and borrowing platforms that use NFTs. So as in like none right now on Cardano. I was yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, even what you guys are doing is so novel right now. It's very interesting. SpaceBuds is doing it. That's only for SpaceBuds. But what we, what what we would be creating is a open CNFT um, smart contracts platform where anybody will be able to ask and bid for loans, and would and it would be completely autonomized um, through smart contracts. And if we're we're really working hard to make that a reality, and if that does become a reality, that that's going to be like. That's gonna be right up there with JPEG Store and CNFT.io with, in terms of like utility and like volume. Will that be funding the uh, acronym DAO Treasury to some of the fees that might be generated on a platform like that? Yeah, so that would be and like if if like any acronym members who are watching this right now think, oh, what is the point of me being an acronym DAO? First, you have a ton of other benefits, dude. You get you get. Um, underfloor deals, you have um, fractionalization as well, but mm. we are offering acronym DAO members an entire interest, an entire percent lower interest rates than whatever the smart contract platform will be off, will be um, using. So there's still benefits to being in our DAO, no matter what. Yeah, you guys, I've talked to you here and I just feel like you guys really understand this NFT and CNFT game, especially coming from the broker end. You know, I, I've talk to a couple of brokers but it's rare to find them especially usually they're younger though right because it's usually your broker for somebody that doesn't understand this stuff uh, <laughs> real quick before we because i was gonna i was gonna end it earlier but just for people that don't know what is a broker 
Oh, so a broker is like almost like a representative. Or an NFT broker, I should cl- yeah. classify, right? Because there's a lot of different types of brokers. Yeah, so it's like a representative to help you buy and sell. We take like a small fee, like 3%, but... Can add up. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be pretty profitable, I'm not going to lie. Uh, mm. In like my first month of brokering, I made like 10K ADA. Mm. So... But then, of course, you can't do it right now. It's just like, you know, CNFT volume is just like lower than before. And there's just so many good marketplaces that there's almost no need for a broker now. Were you guys minting too for people? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, You know, with everything, we just like at the time, like in September, we just really just focused on brokering. Mm. But then around December, that's when we slowly started transitioning and all that stuff at the time it was really profitable and now not so much but um i mean incur- we can we encourage anyone to do anything and it's still definitely possible to make a sale as a broker and initially my initial investment into cardano was zero dollars and <laughs> my first ever ada sent to my wallet um was from a broker um like transaction and it was just amazing i was like hey i started with nothing i know nobody and someone sent me money and that's honestly all it takes to get started so there's so many ways to make money in ada in order to be successful in order to understand so honestly if you guys are struggling to think of ways dm us we're full of ideas we'll help you so there it is yeah i think uh if you guys know me at all i talk about the metaverse a lot and i think that the next level of brokering is going to happen there where you have kind of niche galleries and something like Pavia, if they're successful at making a bridge or a portal sandbox into central land. And they also have access to the Oculus where people can flow in from these different environments like Ethereum from sandbox or Decentraland, And then also the Oculus and they come to a, a gallery that's credible, right? For only selling like high end or niche NFTs, maybe NFTs with a purple hat they collect from across different collections or uh, high, higher end PFP projects. So that will kind of be a place where they can broker by holding the land and selling the NFTs potentially and collecting the fees like you guys did. It's just a whole different display that, you know, early in the game, but that's really yeah. cool. I think that you guys have like uh, cemented yourself in CNFT history just by being early in the game. And so, and so freaking young. So I'm sure that there's a lot of people watching that are just like rooting for you guys because of that almost too. Just like, you know, love, yeah, to, see, love to see the hustle. So. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So why don't we, uh, why don't we end this? The, the last question, uh, how about 15 seconds each? If you were to die today, we don't want you to die. Please don't. I have some acronyms, so I need you guys to uh, keep working hard here. But uh, if you were to die today, what would you leave the CNFT space with? And uh, I'll put all your links in the description below so people can find you and stuff. But what would you leave the CNFT space? You talk to your family, you talk to your friends. What would you like leave us? So that way we can kind of take it as a piece of advice, word of caution, and kind of iterate and, and move forward in life. Please don't die, guys. Uh, stock picker, Nalu, and then Goose. How about we do? All right. Um, 
Um, the okay. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, DAOs. <laughs> uh, okay. I would leave the community with the idea that DAOs can be so much we should expand our um, idea of what a DAO can do and try to take pieces of inspiration from all the different industries, meaning NFTs, DeFi, uh, contracts, and all that kind of stuff. We should just expand, not not just keep it to NFTs, but we should like move it from DeFi to this. And then the next thing is going to be like some other new industry. So. I agree. Nalu? 15 seconds, man, I gotta talk fast. Okay, so I would call these two idiots. We would get them a call and I'm gonna decide, we were gonna decide who we're, we're gonna hand um, at least the leadership of Acronym DAO over to until it gets um, really completely decentralized once multi-sig wallets come out. But that's because I really, really believe that Acronym DAO is going to be the future of DAOs. Like we offer so much utility to our members. It's kind of unheard of in other DAOs hmm. and with just all the different benefits. So honestly, my... Last thing that I would leave the CFP community is acronym DAO with a moral and responsible leader to continue that dream of ours to create a really tight knit and like far reaching community. Wow. That's interesting. Goose. Uh, for me, um, kind of just, uh, it would be to never stop innovating and just continuing to push, push the limits. Um, Cause I did six months ago, I was sit sitting in my room playing like, video games doing nothing but now you just have to keep innovating and keep keep looking forward and that's kind of what our whole thing is because there's always someone else coming up always someone um, biting at your ankles so you just got to keep keep innovating well i would say that you guys are biting at some ankles but uh you're right that's definitely there's always going to be someone behind you guys too so i'm glad to see that approach uh, all right. Well, hey, this is Goose, Nalu Kicks, and Stock Picker. Super young kids kind of uh, coming up the game, but very intelligent, very smart, and very credible in the CNFT space. So you've done a lot in a short amount of time, guys, and we're looking forward to seeing how much you do in the future, too. And uh, other than that, we're going to put all the links, like I said, in the description. Definitely check this project out. It is very interesting. It's part of this first wave of DAOs. It's something that you guys are going to, I'm not sponsored or anything, but I did pick up, I think, six tribe flags. So just in case I want to, you know, if the if the acronym DAO explodes or something, I could have a couple to liquidate if I need to, but I might not because those fractions are pretty enticing. Um, just trying to pick up from each of these DAOs because we don't know which one's going to kind of, you know, be long-term successful, but you guys have a very unique twist. So I haven't seen like, like what's cool about you guys that needed my thing is people just for people, you'll see, thanks Doc Pickup for the kiss, <laughs> but you'll, uh, this one is very unique. Like, and that's a huge thing for me. Like I look for that kind of unique and originality. So we can tell that you didn't really like copy anything and people might copy that. You might see tribe DAOs coming if acronym is successful. So this is the first. So make sure to check it out. All right, guys. Thanks so much. And I'm going to pause and then we can say our goodbyes. All Peace, right. Thank you. Crypto audience. Thank you for watching, guys. Thank you, yeah. everyone.